As a believer, reading God's Word is a critical part of your daily spiritual journey. And because it's so important, we've created a unique new resource to help you immerse yourself in biblical truth and open your eyes to all God's Word has for you. It's a free PDF download called The Word One-to-One that takes you on a guided journey through John chapter one. With biblical text and short commentary, each page provides insights that will strengthen your faith in an easy to read guided format. There's truly no other resource like this. Download your free PDF copy today at premierinsight.org forward slash resources. That's premierinsight.org forward slash resources. Bringing the Word to Life, the Bible in a Year. 1 Kings chapter 14 At that time Abijah son of Jeroboam became ill, and Jeroboam said to his wife, Go, disguise yourself so that you won't be recognised as the wife of Jeroboam. Then go to Shiloh. Ahijah the prophet is there, the one who told me I'd be king over this people. Take ten loaves of bread with you, some cakes and a jar of honey and go to him. He will tell you what will happen to the boy. So Jeroboam's wife did what he said, and he went to Ahijah's house in Shiloh. Now Ahijah could not see, his sight was gone because of his age. But the Lord had told Ahijah, Jeroboam's wife is coming to ask you about her son, for he is ill, and you are to give her such and such an answer. When she arrives, she will pretend to be someone else. So when Ahijah heard the sound of her footsteps at the door, he said, Come in, wife of Jeroboam. Why this pretense? I've been sent to you with bad news. Go, tell Jeroboam that this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I raised you up from among the people and appointed you ruler over my people Israel. I tore the kingdom away from the house of David and gave it to you. But you have not been like my servant David, who kept my commands and followed me with all his heart, doing only what was right in my eyes. You have done more evil than all who lived before you. You have made for yourself other gods, idols made of metal. You've aroused my anger and turned your back on me. Because of this, I'm going to bring disaster on the house of Jeroboam. I will cut off from Jeroboam every last male in Israel, slave or free. I will burn up the house of Jeroboam as one burns dung until it's gone. Dogs will eat those belonging to Jeroboam who die in the city. And the birds will feed on those who die in the country. The Lord has spoken. As for you, go back home. When you set foot in your city, the boy will die. All Israel will mourn for him and bury him. He is the only one belonging to Jeroboam who will be buried, because he is the only one in the house of Jeroboam in whom the Lord, the God of Israel, has found anything good. The Lord will raise up for himself a king over Israel who will cut off the family of Jeroboam. Even now this is beginning to happen. And the Lord will strike Israel so that it will be like a reed swaying in the water. He will uproot Israel from this good land that he gave to their ancestors and scatter them beyond the river Euphrates, because they aroused the Lord's anger by making Asherah poles. And he will give Israel up because of the sins Jeroboam has committed and has caused Israel to commit. Then Jeroboam's wife got up and left and went to Terzah. As soon as she stepped over the threshold of the house, the boy died. They buried him and all Israel mourned for him, as the Lord had said, through his servant, the prophet Ahijah. The other events of Jeroboam's reign, his wars and how he ruled, are written in the book of the Annals of the Kings of Israel. He reigned for 22 years and then rested with his ancestors. 
and Nadab, his son, succeeded him as king. Rehoboam, son of Solomon, was king in Judah. He was 41 years old when he became king, and he reigned for 17 years in Jerusalem, the city the Lord had chosen out of all the tribes of Israel in which to put his name. His mother's name was Nama. She was an Ammonite. Judah did evil in the eyes of the Lord. By the sins they committed, they stirred up his jealous anger, more than those who were before them had done. They also set up for themselves high places, sacred stones and asherah poles on every high hill and under every spreading tree. There were even male shrine prostitutes in the land. The people engaged in all the detestable practices of the nations the Lord had driven out before the Israelites. In the fifth year of King Rehoboam, Shishak, king of Egypt, attacked Jerusalem. He carried off the treasures of the temple of the Lord and the treasures of the royal palace. He took everything, including all the gold shields Solomon had made. So King Rehoboam made bronze shields to replace them and assigned these to the commanders of the guard on duty at the entrance to the royal palace. Whenever the king went to the Lord's temple, the guards bore the shields and afterwards they returned them to the guards' room. Whenever the king went to the Lord's temple, the guards bore the shields and afterwards they returned them to the guard room. As for the other events of Rehoboam's reign and all he did, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Judah? There was continual warfare between Rehoboam and Jeroboam. And Rehoboam rested with his ancestors and was buried with them in the city of David. His mother's name was Nama, she was an Anamite, and Abijah, his son, succeeded him as king. In the eighteenth year of the reign of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, Abijah became king of Judah, and he reigned in Jerusalem for three years. His mother's name was Makkah, daughter of Abishalom. He committed all the sins his father had done before him. His heart was not fully devoted to the Lord his God, as the heart of David his forefather had been. Nevertheless, for David's sake, the Lord his God gave him a lamp in Jerusalem, by raising up a son to succeed him, and by making Jerusalem strong. For David had done what was right in the eyes of the Lord and had not failed to keep any of the Lord's commands all the days of his life, except in the case of Uriah the Hittite. There was a war between Abijah and Jeroboam throughout Abijah's lifetime. As for the other events of Abijah's reign and all he did, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Judah? There was war between Abijah and Jeroboam. And Abijah rested with his ancestors and was buried in the city of David, and Asa, his son, succeeded him as king. In the twentieth year of Jeroboam king of Israel, Asa became king of Judah, and he reigned in Jerusalem for forty-one years. His grandmother's name was Makkah, daughter of Abishalom. Asa did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, as his father David had done. He expelled the male shrine prostitutes from the land and got rid of all the idols his ancestors had made. He even deposed his grandmother Makkah from her position as queen mother because she had made a repulsive image for the worship of Asherah. Asa cut it down and burnt it in the Kidron Valley. Although he did not remove the high places, Asa's heart was fully committed to the Lord all his life. He brought into the temple of the Lord the silver and gold and the articles that he and his father had dedicated. There was a war between Asa and Baasha, king of Israel, throughout their reigns. Baasha, king of Israel, went up against Judah and fortified Ramah to prevent anyone from leaving or entering the territory of Asa, king of Judah. Asa then took all the silver and gold that was left in the treasuries of the Lord's temple and of his own palace. 
He entrusted it to his officials and sent them to Ben-Hadad, son of Trebimon, the son of Hezion, the king of Aram, who was ruling in Damascus. Let there be a treaty between me and you, he said, as there was between my father and your father. See, I'm sending you a gift of silver and gold. Now break your treaty with Baasha, king of Israel, so that he will withdraw from me. Ben-Hadad agreed with King Asa and sent the commanders of the forces against the towns of Israel. He conquered Ijon Dan, Abel Beth Maka, and all Kinnereth, in addition to Nefalti. When Baasha heard this, he stopped building Ramah and withdrew to Terzah. Then King Asa issued an order to all Judah. No one was exempt, and they carried away from Ramah the stones and timber Baasha had been using there. With them, King Asa built up Geba and Benjamin, and also Mizpah. As for all the other events of Asa's reign, all his achievements, all he did, and all the cities he built, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Judah? In his old age, however, his feet became diseased. Then Asa rested with his ancestors, and was buried with them in the city of his father David. And Jehoshaphat, his son, succeeded him as king. Nadab, son of Jeroboam, became king of Israel in the second year of Asa, king of Judah. And he reigned over Israel for two years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, following the ways of his father and committing the same sin his father had caused Israel to commit. Baasha, son of Ahijah from the tribe of Issachar, plotted against him, and he struck him down at Gibbethon, a Philistine town, while Nadab and all Israel were besieging it. Baasha killed Nadab in the third year of Asa, king of Judah, and succeeded him as king. As soon as he began to reign, he killed Jeroboam's whole family. He did not leave Jeroboam anyone that breathed, but destroyed them all according to the word of the Lord given through his servant Ahijah the Shearnite. This happened because of the sins Jeroboam had committed and had caused Israel to commit, and because he aroused the anger of the Lord, the God of Israel. As for the other events of Nadab's reign and all he did, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Israel? There was a war between Asa and Baasha, king of Israel, throughout their reigns. In the third year of Asa, king of Judah, Baasha, son of Ahijah, became king of all Israel in Terzah, and he reigned for twenty-four years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, following the ways of Jeroboam, and committing the same sin Jeroboam had caused Israel to commit. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 If I speak in tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbals. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not dishonour others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. And where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For when we know in part, we prophesy in part. What is in part disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. 
For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall fully know, even as I am fully known. Now these three things remain, faith, hope and love. But the greatest of these is love. For more resources to help you bring the word to life, go to premier.org.uk slash Bible. This reading has been taken from the NIV Bible Biblica and is published by Hodder and Stoughton. Spring is in the air, so now's the perfect time to treat yourself or your loved ones to faith-inspired products at unbeatable prices. Visit premierchristianmarketplace.co.uk and uncover a fantastic selection of books, cards, home decor and gifts that will enrich your spiritual life and bring joy to those around you. Shop today at premierchristianmarketplace.co.uk Imagine you're in a room that's pitch black, you can't see, and someone opens the door and there's a light. There's a way out of that darkness, there's a way out of that place, and that's the difference between being in that place of date and having nowhere to go and people like Cap stepping in. Together with local churches, Christians Against Poverty is helping families like Holly's throughout the cost of living crisis. A gift from you of £19 for just nine months can provide the support they need. To find out more, visit capuk.org forward slash premier. Let's fight poverty together.